when this funny Gleep gives me the stopwatch. Yeah, that's what George called him, a Gleep. And this, this crazy Gleep gave me this watch. <laughs> that's what George called him, a Gleep. Gleep. Do you find your your uh, your mic cord? Not the person, yeah. but the cord for your microphone. Yep. Microphone is all corded. No thanks to Mike Cord. He didn't help me at all. Yo, his ghost sauce. <laughs> I said, hey, Mike, you ever seen uh, the <laughs> the cord for my microphone? He's Nothing. like, yeah, I know where it is. No, he literally didn't say Leaves. anything. Doesn't come back. <laughs> I asked him in person. He was sitting here. I said, have you seen the cord for my microphone? He just stood up and left. <laughs> like he had had enough of me. That's the only thing I had said to him in hours. Never sends him my letters back. You send him letters? I send him mail, but then I, at the end, about the signatures, please send this back. <laughs> you don't want him to reply anything, you just want to get your letter back? Yeah, I want him to convey the message, but I also have to archive what I'm sending him. Oh, okay, so you want you want him to see it, but you also want, like, proof of what's the conversation itself. Yeah. Okay, so, so if you ever were to get a letter back from him, which, I mean, knowing Mike, you're not going to. Correct. But if you were to ever get one back from him, you want to just kind of pop that in your filing cabinet yeah. also. Yeah, I want to know what provoke, well, it's like, if he says something, if it's a one-word answer, it's like, shit, what did I ask? ask what, what what if he requests to have you send his letter back what do you do then what do you mean so so if you send him the letters and you said please send this back because you want to archive it right yeah so oh, i would have to i would copy down i would make an okay new, so you would, you would make your i would own transcribe copy. what he wrote yeah but why don't you make a copy of your own it's just easier to get it return back you just have faith in him that you're gonna get it back in my world if i was doing this i also imagine it would be difficult to make copies so you just kind of assume that everyone wants their letter back no i'm saying that what do you mean a copy like in a copier machine no like to like you physically write it down and transcribe it yeah I don't, what do you, what were you saying before? Of like, that's what I told you I was doing. And then you said, why didn't you want to make a copy? No, why don't you, why don't you uh, make a copy or transcribe a second version of your own message instead of requesting to get it back? Because I always write more than he does. Oh, okay. So, so it's is, easier this to is make... just a thing that you do with him or is this with that you do with everybody? People that write less than I do. Oh, Okay. So if someone normally sends like a, a nine-page response to your two sentences, you'll say, "Okay, I'm just going to copy mine down, and then I'm not going to request it back." Yeah, <laughs> but if they want it back, then I'm fucked, and then both parties have to. Usually, if they want a nine-page thing back, I'll have them send a copy of it along with the original. <laughs> Why would they send both? Because I'm not going to fucking write down nine pages of shit. Why not just send the copy and keep the original? What do you mean? Why do they send the copy and the original? Because <laughs> I'm going to send theirs back when I send my letter. But they could just send you the copy and then just not request it back and keep the original, right? You're a genius, yes. <laughs> but I, I like to be able to choose also if the original has like a coffee stain that the copy doesn't. Oh, I you, want the original. Gotcha, because it's, like it's more authentic. It. Yeah. Okay. That you makes... need the little minutiae details of the original that is lacking in the copy. Yeah, because I was wondering, because every time you send me a letter, you know, I'll respond to you, and with my letter, I will send yours back, and you never send mine back. I didn't know, like, I had to request, I thought that was just, like, a a thing that people did, was send it back. After the pigeons were killed, people stopped doing it. Okay. (laughs) That's really what drove, people think they were overhunted, but they died from exhaustion. (laughs) 
because of too many messages. You think women like talking now. Boy, did they like talking when the carrier pigeon was around. <laughs> they, they've been forced to talk less because it's more difficult to talk yeah, to each other that, now. That you can look up the die off of ca- the carrier pigeon to it corresponds correctly with uh, rates of mental illness in women increasing. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. They can't, they we can't more, vent. We need, yeah, we need more birds for messaging. We can't use a different bird you can't use beyond a Twitter. pigeon? That's just cheating. I mean, yeah, no, that's just for hot political takes. Yeah. Everyone or wrong knows. political Everyone takes. Everyone knows that. Yeah, it's for wrong political takes. That's when... Because, like, you're not going to... Wait, 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 wait. Fine, you go, actually. I was just going to say, you're not going to put something in Twitter that you're trying to, like, communicate privately. Because it's a, it's a public forum yeah. for discussion. So you, you that's why people just go with their political takes. So, uh, what were you going to say? I was going to say, why are these great value Pop-Tarts and not, my bad, toaster pastries and not uh, brand name Pop-Tarts? Kind of completely off topic. Uh, I have toaster, great value brand toaster pastries on the table, the pod table. Uh, they're cheaper and they taste they, the same. Really? Yeah. They look worse. These ones look exactly the same. They they taste Your exactly the same. Your problem is you got the shitty frosted chocolate fudge ones. Yeah, I was feeling crazy. I yeah, wanted I really just... wanted the blueberry ones, Ooh, but they didn't yeah. have any. So okay. I settled for the frosted chocolate fudge because I didn't want two strawberry ones. I like how the serving says for these are two pastries. They're not fucking you like Pop-Tarts and they expect people to eat one and then leave the other one in the little aluminum thing. Yeah. You fucking idiots. So I That's don't... why they put them in the aluminum thing. They were meant to be microwaved, but nobody microwaves <laughs> their Pop-Tarts. <laughs> holy fuck there's microwave instructions yeah it says put it Whoa. in the microwave for like three seconds oh roof pastry from pouch or keep it in there as it's intended of course microwave on high for three seconds <laughs> no way <laughs> what the fuck i've never microwaved a pop tart that's awesome <laughs> it's holy so funny shit. what what on earth do you microwave for three seconds what the fuck we gotta try this <laughs> you gonna go microwave a pop tart yeah. Ooh, there's one that's open. That's right. Good luck. Come here, little dude. I'll run a play-by-play. He's wa- walking through the kitchen. Pleased to eat you, he says. I don't know if you heard that. He's opening the microwave. Do I need to put it on anything? Uh, nah, just leave it in the microwave. That's fine. There is a, I mean, there's a plate in there, but... Here, yeah, but not the fucking glass thing. Hand me a shallot. I gave him a plate. He's putting it in the microwave. Okay, he's pressing the timer. I'm assuming he hit the three. I'm going to hit four. He hit the four. He hit four. He's microwaving it. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four Mississippi. There it is. All right. I think he overcooked it, but that's all right. It's... No. No. What? There's no way that's a legitimate instruction. <laughs> it's not even not even warm. Anything. It's not even warm. That's not a woo. <laughs> the other box say three seconds? Yeah. Woo. That uh, toaster pastry was not even a little warm. It feels like I just took it out of the container. Yeah, like out of a bag. What? Did you put it in for another four seconds? Uh, I think this is uh, 
good experiment. Uh, do not listen to the microwave instructions on a great value toaster pastries box. It's going to fucking explode, probably. <laughs> the inside's l- pure lava. It's too hot now. How long did you officially cook it for? Four, then ten, then fifteen. Four, then ten, then fifteen, so twenty-nine seconds. But if you're doing it all in one go, I'd probably do like twenty. Okay. You think it cooled off significantly in the three times you took it out of the microwave? Well, I'm saying, yeah, I think that... There's There's like like a ramp-up period? Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. Is it better than if you were to put it in a toaster? Fuck no. Is it the same or is it worse? Way worse. Okay. Because the outside's not crunchy. Oh, okay. Because it's not toasted. Correct. <laughs> no wonder there's not microwave pastries. I think if we can agree on anything, it's that people over the years have become complacent, popping open a thing of Pop-Tarts and just eating it right out of the sleeve, and that's not the way it should be done. It should always be put in the toaster. It improves it by so much. It, it's insane how much better it is if you do it that way. But I, I don't know what happened, but there's just a moment where suddenly everyone's just eating it right out of the sleeve. Because people are fucking lazy. You put it in the uh, the toaster and it's in there for like a minute and a half to two minutes. Man, I don't even know. Yeah, even that much improves it enough. Yeah, because in, the inside is all gooey and nice and it's just it's just good. You get a nice fruit-flavored Pop-Tart in there. Mm. Yeah, I do think chocolate fudge is... It's a little much. It's a little rich. I yeah, think. it's it's heavy to it's, get through. It's good, but uh, yeah, you can definitely get through a, a fruit-flavored one, a strawberry or a blueberry, a lot easier. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want we the cinnamon one. We should do more food one. pods. You think we should do more food pods? There's the last bit of it. Whoa, you're so generous. You gave me a part that is fully goo. It's not... Fuck, yeah, no, the outside no is corner. the worst fucking thing. It's not bad. I don't know how you address the outside problem, though. You know, the border? Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not bad. It's really weird because you can tell that that was microwaved. Yeah, it's not... It doesn't taste anything like a... You also think that there's some, like, little expansion thing when you toast it because it'll arch in that middle. Yeah. It's slightly bigger because that's why it'll break, you know, sometimes. But It's like a middle... It's like... I don't even know how to explain it. It tastes different than any Pop-Tart I've ever had in a toaster or not heated. Yeah. Microwaves are weird. <laughs> I know you're not supposed to eat fucking microwaved anything, but is there, especially... Is there oven instructions on there? I bet it would be better in an oven than it oh, would be in a microwave. Oh, it would be better in a fucking oven. Toaster instructions are set toaster or toaster oven nah, at that's not lowest or lightest heat setting. Really? Remove pastry from pouch, insert, blah, blah, blah. Insert pastry into cool toaster or toaster oven, so you can't do two and then pop in another two. You have to wait for it to cool. That's absurd. <laughs> Attend toaster or toaster oven while heating. Do not allow children to operate toasting device without supervision. After warming pastry, allow pastry to cool briefly. Remove pastry carefully from toasting appliance. And then there's just microwave ones. Since microwave ovens vary in power, you may need to adjust your cooking time. So that's what happens. We just have a weak microwave. If you have a really new good microwave, three seconds is all you need. I don't believe that. <laughs> that literally <laughs> didn't heat it up at all. Arching bolts into the Pop-Tart. I think we're the first person on the planet to ever microwave a Pop-Tart. I mean, oh, I hope. <laughs> Nobody should think like this is a good idea. Can you toast a Hot Pocket? No, they think it's too big hmm. to fit in a toaster. Toaster oven, though. Probably. 
Yeah, I guess. Would the innards cook? Yeah. I mean, it's an oven. That's for one. <laughs> Remember when Jim Gaffigan was really popular for like no. four years? Who? <laughs> he would do funny voices. Would he? He was a fat, paler John Mulaney. No, I don't remember him at all. You don't know Jim Gaffigan? No. He's good. Is he? You what are, happened to him? He's not good. I'm sorry. I meant like, I was going to start he's, um, and then I said good that you don't know him. Ah. Uh, oh, okay. Ah. Uh, he's just, it's too, too PC for me, see, of, it's just bullshit mom humor. Can, it, can you give me or an like, example of something that he's said? We're done. He had a bit about hot pockets. And okay. He'd do a little funny voice about hot pockets. Hot <laughs> pocket. He would do that. That's that's the bit. That <laughs> he was just, part of the he bit. He would say their slogan. That was, that was part of the bit. Hot pocket. And then, yeah, he do like the audience. Like he looks like he eats a lot of hot pockets. No shit. That's as good as he does. <laughs> Fuck Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> That sounds like something I could do without practicing. I bet Jim Gaffigan has never eaten anything other than a hot pocket. Whoa. He's breastfed hot pocket. How does that work? Hot pocket. tit. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're on to something. <laughs> it's an attachment you put around your boob. Okay. And it uh, expels pepperoni breast milk So your kid. Okay, so... <laughs> and they have to eat it all. It's, it's like... In the, it's in the... the the agreement you sign when you buy it. You have to eat it all. Yeah. Okay, so let me get the it's like um it attaches to your nipple sort of like a breast pump would. Yeah. But there's like this weird infuser in it, so your your melt goes through and then it launches no, out pepperoni. No, no. It it doesn't even combine with actual breast milk. It's just pepperoni. It's like tomato sauce. And it's that okay. you put it on the boob to confuse the baby as though I wore a boob. Okay. And it's just to get the baby hooked on, <laughs> I was going to say phonics. <laughs> but I don't know what that is. I just know people say it. Phonics is how things are said. What is um uh, the thing people do to paper? Uh, View. No. <laughs> uh, one potato, two potato. Uh, Hot cross uh, buns. Um... Xerox, what is that? That is, uh... I know there's jokes about old people using it in the library, and I don't know what that means. It's a copying Let's machine. analyze jokes on popular forms of media for the listeners. A Xerox And for me. A Xerox machine is a branded copying machine. Oh, that would help for those letters. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Cord sends me. Maybe he doesn't send you any, though. Ah, uh, fair. I can hope, though. You ever heard of, uh... What is it called? Probably, probably not if I don't know what it's called. Remember George Washington across the Delaware? Uh, no, you want to explain it while I figure this out? It wasn't even the state. I learned, too, that the night before Halloween in New Jersey is called Mischief Night. And everywhere else, it's not a thing. <laughs> There's a graph. There's one of those cool graphs where it's like, South Dakotans eat beans with their cereal or whatever. <laughs> These people are fucking goons and they lie on online surveys. But this one says, what do you call the night before Halloween? Whole fucking country is, I have no name for that. And then New Jersey's like, mischief night. Dirty <laughs> fucking Italians. Oh, I was right. I wanted to say it was the word I was looking for was proprietary, but I did not think pro that was... Proprietary the word. blend? Um, it's called a propi proprietary eponym. You ever heard of those? No. That's when, uh, it's also known as a generic trademark. That's when you know something as... Band-Aid. Yeah, instead of 
whatever it's actually yeah, called, Kleenex. Kleenex. Exactly. Yeah. There's some really good uh, ones that you would never know. I remember one that I saw was Dumpster is actually called a trash bin. Okay, if you're British and gay. No, like that's the actual name for it. Dumpster is a brand. Huh. <laughs> it, it was made by the Dumpster Brothers. Oh, no. <laughs> let's, let's see if I can find a list. Uh, most bizarre. Ooh. Oh, what is this? A bonus episode? A list? No, it's a proprietary blend. Uh, a blend of a proprietaries. Yeah, it does me fuck all. <laughs> oh, number one, dumpster. Nice. Number two, ping pong table tennis, named after the inventor. Uh, number three. Okay, I'm gonna actually. <laughs> <laughs> all right, be norm. I'm going oh. to just give you the uh, the brand name. <laughs> I'm going to give you the brand name and let's see if you know the actual okay. name for it. Styrofoam. Uh, kicky paper. Wrong. It's called polystyrene foam. Oh. oh. Trampoline. That's a brand name? <laughs> what? Oh. You'll get this one. No idea. It's called a rebound tumbler. What the- <laughs> No way! I just bought a new rebound tumbler, <laughs> one of the dangerous ones without the net. A young gymnast named George Neeson came up with the idea of a tumbling device that he later trademarked as a trampoline. <laughs> he came up with the term from the Spanish word trampoline, which means diving which board. Which means rebound tumbler. <laughs> means diving board. Okay, thermos. Um, uh... A vacuum flask. Damn it. <laughs> you were close. <laughs> Tupperware. Plastic container. Food storage container. Oh, fuck. (laughs) No wonder they go by the brand names. Laundromat. uh, mm, There's no way. Laundromat was originally a trademark for Westington Electric. The first public clothes washing facility was called Awashataria. That's kind of cool. But it's actually called a self-service laundry. (laughs) It's the generic name for it. Vaseline, you'll know this one. Petroleum jelly. It's petroleum jelly. Robert Je- Cheeseboro lives on. <laughs> Sir Robert Cheeseboro. Robert E. Cheeseboro. Uh, jet ski? Uh, ski-doo. <laughs> you think ski-doo is not a That's brand, brand name? name. You can Personal watercraft. Jet- whatever, it's a jet ski. Fuck bubble you. wrap. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's a brand name. Packaging bubbles. Bubble cushioning. Mm. There's only a couple more onesie. Um, I don't know. Infant bodysuit. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to be really anal and call that that now. Gerber owns the trademark for the name. Hey, fetch me that infant bodysuit. <laughs> Escalator. Moving stairs. Moving staircase. You got nice. it. The Otis Elevator Company used the term escalator so so generically that the court determined that now any moving staircase can be called an escalator. Taser. Thomas uh, Swift's electric rifle. Thomas A. Swift's electric rifle. Um, uh, no, that's uh, not the generic name uh, for it. Thank uh, you for telling gun. me what it stands for, though. It's an electric shock device. Fuck! Then what's a stun gun? The brand? <laughs> Crockpot. You probably can get this one. Cauldron? Slow cooker. Okay. Fiberglass. Um, fiberglass? That's right. It's a thing. It's It's um, a trademark name owned by Owens Corning. Whatever it is, it's terrible to get in your skin. Glass wool. Oh, oh, yeah, that's a good way to put that. Granola. 
uh, Gorp. Whole grain cereal. Fuck. Gorp you thought was the generic <laughs> name? <laughs> Hacky Sack. Uh, bean Pouch. It's called Footbag. Fuck. <laughs> footbag. No wonder these names took over. Nah, it's really fun to just look <laughs> look over some proprietary eponyms. I still don't know what proprietary means. Oh, I can define proprietary. I am learning to say you. it better, though, which is fun. Oh my god. Here we go. I'm a new kid moving in, getting it done. I'm in the White House and I've got a gun. And I can't, this is a quote. It says from Nickelodeon. I don't know. It says, and I can't think of someone asking me to go play novelty flying disc in the park. <laughs> Instead, they'd probably say Frisbee, even though that's a brand name. Flying disc. <laughs> Okay, proprietary, the actual legitimate definition of proprietary <laughs> relating to an owner or ownership. So what's a proprietary blend? So proprietary Look it up, look up the blend. I think it changes when you add blend. I think proprietary changes form. A proprietary blend is a unique preparation of ingredients in a dietary supplement that is formulated for a specific purpose. Okay, so it's a mixture that then that mixture is then like trademarked. That's stupid. The quantities and ratios of ingredients in the proprietary blend are considered a trade secret, like a special recipe. Like Coca-Cola. That is or a proprietary my blend. My secret squash recipe. <laughs> what? You, squash is something you can just grow. How is there a recipe? Don't tell people. <laughs> oh, is that the secret? I say I'm the only one that knows how to make this food. <laughs> You're the only one that knows Watch how squash this. is made. Yeah. We're making a killing up until this episode airs. I can bleep it if you need me to. I say it's just a tall orange lemon. And they, <laughs> they buy it. You... <laughs> You go under the Squash Wikipedia page, and it says the generic name is Squash, but the brand name is Tall Yellow Lemon. Tall Orange Lemon. Tall Orange Lemon, yeah. sorry. And, I and then just, in parentheses, there's Yellow Orange, and that's another hyperlink. And it says no one knows how this is made except one man, they just show and up he's in the making woods. a killing. Yeah. <laughs> The whole article. That's the whole page. No one knows where this comes from. (laughs) Except for one man. He's been interrogated about it, but he won't give up the secrets. Where do you get your lemons? He says it's a family recipe. (laughs) It's a proprietary blend. That's what I'm going to start doing. I'm going to start... He says you can't have my PB. I'm going to do the thing that the, the... I don't know what you could do, though. Of, like, how the Chinese bring over viruses. What could you do? What could you... What could you bring over to China that would then even the score? Democracy. No. Nobody even likes it here. Well, yeah, it would ruin China. That's a fair point. <laughs> Isn't that what we're going yeah, India for? Yeah, sucks. Could I do my environmental terrorism thing? Sorry, that's page? something I would put on Twitter. And- <laughs> <laughs> this is now a political podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Two Gleeps Political Edition. You got anything you want to get off your chest? I was... Other than this weighted vest. No, no you gotta keep that on. Uh. <laughs> Mike said he would come back for it Mike. one day. <laughs> I always saw that's what the birds say in Finding Nemo when I was a kid and uh, last week. <laughs> Mike. Yeah. Mike. Mike. Yeah. They know Mike Cord. And then they get, <laughs> they get caught in the sail. <laughs> Finding Dory, for how much I paid attention to it, sucks. I mean, yeah. She's in the whole movie. 
I so never. So is Nemo. She's in the whole movie the and finding Nemo. Are found is the problem. I don't think I've ever seen that movie, but Finding Dory sucks. Finding Nemo, classic. Shark bait. Ooh ha ha. <laughs> Quick, go to Mount Wanahagaluge. <laughs> Best movie. Not everything's shit. And the, Remember Spirit? Yeah. <laughs> All 121,960 frames of it? Ooh. What's your favorite frame of Spirit? Who could forget the third frame? You like the third frame? What is the third it's frame? Probably Do just, you know? I think it's just dark screen loading in. Oh. Or it's the FBI copyright warning that was on VHS tape. So you don't know what the third frame oh, is. Oh, the third frame is you the just best frame said, of every movie. You just said who can forget the third frame, but you can't even tell me what the third frame is. I want. The, I don't want to spoil it. I don't want the viewers to have the spirit experience ruined. I don't want to ruin their spirits. I f- <laughs> <laughs> wow, it is a word association. I actually joined the word association. Yeah, did you? Yeah. They call you a bunch of mean words? I'm not allowed to tell you. First rule of the word association is you don't talk about the word association. You can talk about it, but you're not supposed. You can't delve into detail. The about first it. rule about the word association is you can't delve into detail about the <laughs> word association. Exactly. They're very. I don't you know. You giving me more detail on the first rule is a bit. You know. Well, okay. Yeah, I was. I was going to say they're very specific uh, with the wording and their rules, but like, yeah, I guess that's not even something I should, that's probably delving into more detail about it. So I just, I won't say anything. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's probably for the best. Cause Mike's uh, going to come back. Mike's pissed. That's <laughs> what he keeps telling me. He's going to keep, he's going to take all my copies of the messages he sent me away from me. <laughs> Why would he do that? I don't know. What I did you do to Mike? To, uh, I, I said, uh, he definitely will, by hey, the way. Hey, we should hang out in person. Dude, this is not something... Really, that's not a good... Uh, I guess it turns out, in hindsight, to be a closer to your pen pal. Yeah, do not tell that to Mike. No. He hates that. I bet you would really like being around people. And Mike snapped. I told him that once, like, five years ago. He yeah. just started talking to me again. Jesus. It's crazy. He lives some, with me. He's got some deep-seated anger that I think needs to be addressed. No, that's another thing. Rule number, rule number one of, of Mike, Mike Cord. <laughs> rule number one of Mike Cord. Do not ask him to hang out or be around other people. Rule number two of Mike Cord. Do not talk about his anger issues in front of him. Well, he gets really sad. Yeah, he's he because he. This he, is a lighter. You lighter. You broader. <laughs> Uh-oh, it's broken. It's not broken if you believe. You're not believing hard enough. There it is. Don't light your microphone on fire. It's just a pop filter. <laughs> <laughs> That's irrelevant. That's my pop what filter that I you do? paid for. Ooh. Don't take that off. <laughs> Dude, the audience the is going to the audience is going to hear all of the the plosives, all the 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 bees. No. <laughs> No, don't do that. <laughs> all the plosives. I don't need them to hear all the plosives. Oh, no, you have a way easier version to do that. You have the thing. I have the thing, but you, you have, have the I thing. have the foreskin. <laughs> you have the, yeah, I got my... Joker! My, my foreskin has been removed. So I... Uh, but you still kept it after you got it removed. And they're like, hey, just make a Yeah, just kind of clip it onto it. the yeah. side. Fuck. What do you have all these salt and pepper things for? There's a lot more pepper than salt. Somebody's being a bit 
Maybe not. Maybe so, I don't know how to count. I have those salt and pepper things because I got some soup from the gas station. Oh. And I wanted salt and pepper in it. And I forgot. No, and I wanted to. Uh, I was just eating it in my car, so I wasn't going to come in here for salt and pepper. So uh, I just grabbed some containers, and that's what I had left, because I just kind of grabbed a handful. I learned today that uh, Diff, one of our friends, mm-hmm. doesn't know the difference between a dime and a nickel. What? <laughs> that, no. There's I, no way. I know shit, and I can tell, of like, holy fuck, he's not joking. And he's, I never use change. And it's like, yeah, but I also never ride my bike. But I. Know. But you could still ride a bike. And we went. That was for the first year of first and second grade. They're like, "This is what coins are. This is what they're worth." Like that's a section of first and second grade. I'm pretty sure it's just first grade. But Probably. still, I could see that in kindergarten even. I don't. I. I don't get it. I. He makes too much money. <laughs> yeah, I wish he can't I could bother only ever use my card. <laughs> Lucky you. He's way too old to not know that. That's what I'm saying. I don't care if you never know it. You know the difference. Don't, don't admit it. <laughs> That's the problem. That's something where you're like, someone goes, hey, uh, can you hand me a dime? And he's got a handful of dimes and nickels. And he goes, uh... No, I'm out. <laughs> then he closes his hand and puts it in his pocket. He closes his coin purse. Or he or he hands you the entire handful and says, just keep all of it. Yeah. It's covered in sweat. <laughs> He's so nervous. <laughs> um, you wanted a dime, you said? <laughs> it's like he's trying to disarm a bomb. The dime is the, uh... Oh, let's see. Okay, so dime is four letters, and nickel is six, so a dime is actually four you sixths add up the, the size of a nickel. You add up the letters of both, and you get the denomination of what it's worth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, like, it's actually, it's kind of smart, but you're like, this isn't the best way to do this, but I guess if it helps you understand, that's what a dime is. <laughs> Every- Instead of the small one means ten. Everyone knows that a, a nickel is worth the same amount of letters that Penny has. <laughs> everyone knows that dime is the amount of letters in nickel plus the amount of letters in dime. Everyone is aware of these facts. <laughs> it's math, but you have to use letters in amounts of letters in everything you do. God. I think we just learned the facts of life. <laughs> Everyone knows. Okay, hear me out. All this right. is another dinosaurs have feathers thing. Is it? Yeah. Hang on, I got something written down on my phone. Do prob- you? Probably. Throw your manifesto, you fucking terrorist. No, I don't have my manifesto written down on my phone. It's That's on, on my computer. It's in my, my little sticky notepad because it's a flip book. Um, yeah, that's you. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Here, uh, you want another dinosaurs have feathers fact? Sure. Uh, did you know that the, uh, you're not gonna believe this. Uh, I actually learned this today. This, like, seriously, I learned this today. The Statue of Liberty wasn't originally green. Oh, that is a thing. (laughs) 
the, the, it was actually like a copper collar. Did you know that? I'd rather have a green one. Yeah. Hashtag not my statue. Of Can Liberty. we just push it back in the ocean? Was it ever in the ocean? Maybe it was just a dream I had. <laughs> I think it was just a that dream. That was really what MLK wrote most of his speeches about was pushing that goddamn statue back in the ocean, which everybody was really for. Is that what his speeches were about? The, Do you remember that any lines? Dirty from green his lady can drown in the ocean. Yeah. That's what he was talking I about? I think so. Yeah. Oh my god. Because he says that in like every one of his speeches. Yeah. That was his kind of uh single issue issue voter stance on giving those speeches as he would start off talking about Wait, that, hang on that in quotes dirty green lady did he even care about black rights i don't think so i think it was just <laughs> i think there was enough black he people. got misconstrued after his death there was enough black people in america that he thought they could physically unhinge it from where she is and so he wasn't trying the- to gain equal rights he was trying to get everyone to come under a common cause of pushing the dirty green lady into yeah. the ocean then once he said the government he walked by one person in a suit and he realized that guy has more money than him he's like wait a minute it's not about the lady these people are rich and then they killed him oh so he actually that is that where it came from that they thought people have thought for years that every one of his he speeches was, is about equal rights because he, he was about jealous. to change he was jealous of all the people that could see the statue of liberty Every day of like, I don't have that kind of money. Oh, like pay for it as a yeah, tourist? correct. Or you mean um, like live in New York? Or even the people York? that live in New York. <laughs> yeah, that live around it. He's like, I can't afford this. And then he finally realized that you covet the things that you see every day. Mm-hmm. So maybe they don't have it. He was coming around to the realization of maybe the rich people have it worse than he thought, but then they still had to get rid of him. Oh, okay. So they killed him because they're like, we can't have people know this. Yeah, he's too far gone. Yeah, he's like a bad, uh, stinky woman. <laughs> I was going to say the queen, but that's... He's a bad, stinky He's yeah. like the statue herself. Yeah. Oh, I bet the statue smells. <laughs> like a, if a durian could be a symbol of freedom. I would be willing to bet that you can't smell the statue. I bet you can. Because the uh, the the water in the ocean around... or Yeah, the, the salt water that's everywhere is probably all over the air so you wouldn't be able to actually smell the statue of liberty can you smell the statue of liberty has anyone smelled Vsauce. this <laughs> Vsauce, what does the here. statue of liberty smell like <laughs> that's a that's a good question that's something i want an answer to Vsauce. in the 1960s martin luther king wanted to push her into the ocean <laughs> why it's because she's dirty did he and stinks was he the first person to ever smell her <laughs> and he thought after this she needs to go <laughs> there's a reason he coined the term dirty green lady because the french didn't realize this because their women smell horrible <laughs> so they have evolved to not smell anything oh they, they got nose blindness yeah so then they sent it over thinking she smelled fine but it was too late oh so it wasn't uh malignant thing that they were doing of like oh this will get those americans okay and then the problem is people then associated how the statue of liberty smells with italians and that stereotype remains true to this day because italians stink why did they associate it with italians they all live in new york oh mischief night it's in new jersey yeah it's not new york but there's italians in new jersey oh (laughs) god forbid they cross the river so my question is, the French sent this statue over to America, and they were legitimately like, here's a, a peace offering, you know, yeah. we're on the same side, war's over. that Indian war. Why did America accept it? 
why or instead of being like yo it smells give us something else the train went back across the ocean before they could oh, return <laughs> they kind of dropped it off on our doorstep yeah. they're like all right we're gonna hop back on our ocean train yeah the rails are sinking we have to go well hang on how did the french get it over here <laughs> is anyone asking these questions there's some weird mystical Bioshock infinite level technology. Steampunk-esque, if you will. It exists just for moving giant statues. Just for, for, for stinky statues. Or, uh, I Then can't... a bunch of migratory turn fly it over. Like, as if it were a stinky baby. <laughs> it's a dumpster baby of France. I can't remember where I read this, but I read, uh, someone was saying, Did you know the only reason there's pyramids in Egypt is because they're too big to move to the museum in Britain? <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. I hate that, though, because people have destroyed uh, historical artifacts throughout history. So it's kind of good that you keep them in a place where people don't do that. Unless you're in an art museum where people then smear shit over a painting which every like van gogh's and stuff all have fucking glass over them and stuff oh, they're, like that. they're so protected it's not but even all the funny. stop oil protests somehow there's no security the museum has to be in on it they'll put a bunch of tomatoes fucking sauce and stuff with like the girl with the pearl earring and then they'll be like oil's bad okay <laughs> it's like Woo-hoo. why is nobody punching these people i don't i i got nothing <laughs> Oil's bad. How about this painting was made 200 years ago? Yeah. <laughs> what do you, you talk? Who cares? But there has to be some insurance thing that the museums let them do this for to get reimbursed. You know, somebody has to be making a lot of money here. Otherwise, the security would stop them. Because they're not subtle about the shit they wear when they... And then there was a weird one where another guy started pouring tomato sauce on another protester's bald head. And it was just <laughs> disgusting. Because I thought it was accidental. But there's some weird sexual ritualistic shit going on. Thank God that guy doesn't work in a fucking restaurant. <laughs> God. God forbid bald people work at restaurants. People. Fuck. <laughs> We're anti-bald people on this Had. podcast. Three gleeps. Stay away it. from my food. My, or my kid. Stay away from my children. Don't sniff my kid. You freak. You bald, you're covered in tomato sauce. You know how to get people to stop smelling your kid? You tell them it smells like the Statue of Liberty. They yeah. will stay away. They're like, oh, Italians. Italians. No. Italians could be here. <laughs> You're scanning the area <laughs> for greasy Italians. <laughs> if I hear somebody snap their fingers, I'm out. I potentially smell an Italian nearby. What the fuck was West Side Story about? A bunch of Cubans and then Italians? Dude, I don't know. All I know is they were snapping and dancing. There's a lot of weird teen sex going on between those snaps. Shark, sharks show. and the Jets. Shark bait. Those are just Shark football jet. teams. <laughs> Yeah. We need, like, m- cuter mascots. Shark versus... Sh- actual shark versus actual jet. Which one wins? Probably the shark. The, the shark because it wins? could drown the jet, but then the jet could fly away. It I depends think, on where they start. I what think they, the it sh- depends on the Super Smash Bros. stage of where they fight. If it's the ocean, the shark wins. I, I know think, where Flight 370 is, and it's yeah, I think, to be fair, it does have to be in the ocean, because otherwise the shark literally can't do anything. So the shark. So I think the shark st- starts in the ocean, the jet starts in the air above the ocean. The shark, if it can avoid getting birded into the plane engine. Because the, the There's jets- slight turbulence, we just sucked in a shark. You're on a plane. You're flying that low to the ocean. <laughs> a dolphin just jumps through the engine. <laughs> 
we might be going down. It's <laughs> like, okay, so you're four feet above you. That's even too high. We, we just hit <laughs> a patch of dolphins. A pod, if you will. You're six inches above the ocean. Literally, no one's questioning, like, huh. They're, everyone's looking out, they're like, wow. If you look to the left, you can see sea level, and if you look to the right, you can see sea level. If we you, just sucked in a turtle. <laughs> this shell's bouncing around. He's still talking about Instead of trying to pull up or just crashing into the water, he's hovering at six inches of yeah, water. Yeah, badass. Where's you, the Red Bull? Remember when that guy jumped off of that fucking thing from, like, space? Yeah. That, was that big Red Bull thing? Red Bull Baumgartner. Something like that. How do you fuck? That's crazy. But Red Bull needs to get back on that shit. COVID really killed that shit. For having people do fun stuff. Yeah. But uh, Red Bull needs to get some just regular pilot and be like, fucking, if you can suck a shark into the engine, we'll give you a billion dollars. <laughs> if you look to your left, you'll see ocean. But you have to do it on a commercial flight. You have to act. You have to do it with. There has to be stakes involved. <laughs> And I'm not talking carnivorous. Or the ones you put in the ground. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no problem. If you look to your left, you'll see the uh, surface of the ocean. If you look to your right, we're underwater. <laughs> not doing it. Not doing it. Spit it back in. <laughs> if you look to your right, we're going under. <laughs> <laughs> the cabin's filling up with water. <laughs> That'd be the most annoying thing. You crash into the ocean, the ca- the pilot's just fucking with you. <laughs> Maybe put your masks on. <laughs> <laughs> it's already way too late. Yeah. To <laughs> He's like, he, he crashes into it. Goes- all, all of our best bits revolve around planes. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> I think it's just subjecting uh, people to... Circumstances that they're unable to get out of. Yeah. <laughs> Just a ridiculous situation. Yeah. He crashes it into the ocean. He goes, I hope you're all happy with paying for a cruise ship, because that's what we are now. Oh, I think I found that turtle we sucked into the engine. <laughs> Seems to be doing all right. I can make, I can change that. <laughs> he throws it back in the engine. My dad, my dad never wanted me to have a waterbed when I was younger. Now I'm beginning to realize why. If you're in the front half of the plane, you'll see that uh, water is slowly coming in. If you're in the back half of the plane, you probably can't hear me because you're gone. Because you're <laughs> <laughs> back half tore off. It's like a mile away. <laughs> That's what I call somebody economy open, class. Somebody open that cool door so we can have that rubber slide out in the ocean. <laughs> it's, it doesn't even make any sense. No. You, it would just plop. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it'd be under the ocean. It's underwater. Yeah. Can someone let out the ocean <laughs> Somebody, door? please, anybody. Sorry, we have to depressurize the plane, so we gotta get the door completely submerged. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, passengers. This is your pilot speaking. Uh, we have experienced just a little bit of turbulence. <laughs> he's they're up in drowning. the air. <laughs> he's drowning in like his coffee. That's the best thing. You're flying a plane, and the guy's like, "If you look down the aisles, you will be seeing what I'm releasing from the back as my sheep." <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the flight, there's fucking sheep all around the fucking plane. <laughs> What the fuck? And then one of them gets sucked out of the doors. Mah! 
If you can, if you look directly down the aisles, you're, you'll see the door to the cockpit. Uh, that is where I'm sitting, and I'm going to crash the plane unless one of you stop me. <laughs> that is where I'm sitting, and definitely not piloting from home. <laughs> Please do not check. Yeah, that's the easiest thing. If any job can be done from home, it's fucking pilot. Yeah. I mean, they have the With Microsoft. With 5G, you'd be able to fucking... You know, the delay in that would be almost non-existent. They literally have, like, the plane simulator or whatever that's, like, super in-depth. Oh, trust me. I know about the plane simulator (laughs) where you can fill the aisles with sheep. Yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite part. (laughs) Yeah, fuck. Fuck. I want half a plane that's, like, cool people and the other half's fill, like, cool animals. That are just like they're also just kind of sitting yeah, in the chair. Yeah, in. Yeah, glasses, reading newspaper. There's like there's there's a pig that's just sitting there. It's, it's two arms are just kind of flailing yeah. around. It's those, it has reader glasses on. It's perfect. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Barn Airlines. Yeah, these are my people. <laughs> You've paid extra for the barn plane. Oh no! <laughs> if you have the the VIP barn card, this flight will be free. There'll be hay provided shortly. And then there's like some big titted half horse lady as your stewardess. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Where are we? If you go into the cargo bay after I turn off the seatbelt light, you can actually do some goat yoga. <laughs> Goats. Goats are chewing through the seatbelts. <laughs> the fuck. goats are chewing through the side of yeah, the, the plane. F- fucking floor of the plane. God damn it. <laughs> they like, eat no, metal. Goat, don't do this. <laughs> I heard goats on the plane. That's really that fucking movie with whatever Samuel L. Jackson. Get these motherfucking snakes. Snakes are your least of the worries in the air. Yeah, you get an what asp. What happens if there's a bird? You get an asp and you just toss it to the back what of the plane. What am I, Cleopatra? Yeah. That's the coolest suicide ever. Dumbest way to live, though. What? It's a pretty e- easy way to die, but it's a bad way to stay alive. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I there's think dumber she, ways to live, if that's think, what you're... I don't think she thought that one out. That's what your Obviously not, is. she died. So she didn't... Detect, it was literally not a good way to live. Objectively bad way to live. Yeah, but it's not the worst way to live. I don't know that lady that sits outside Walmart that gets her purse stolen. pretty cool. You think so? Yeah. She gets her purse stolen every day. I'm going to steal her purse when she gets it back. <laughs> I want that sign up to be their fucking... I really the like the sign. <laughs> How does she get her purse stolen? I don't know. Probably something that was on the bus. What does she have in her Public purse? Public boss. Ooh. Probably a phone charger cable, which I don't get how is her phone ever charged, because she's... Whatever. Uh, so just to kind of explain it, because we're just talking like everyone knows who this There's one lady is. There's a lady, lady that is. sits outside our local Walmart in the... Little median island thing. Yeah. And uh, begs for whatever, handouts, whatever the fuck she can get. And there's She literally sign, never moves. Not huge lady, 300 pounds plus, like at least. Uh, and now there's a new sign that says purse stolen. And uh, it just, I just, I, I can't care. I, I don't, I don't like it. And she'll just casually sit there on her phone. Like, yeah. Playing angry birds. Angry birds. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Like, what, who, who are you? She's the boss pig. Under the crown. Jesus. Burger crown. Burger. Speaking of Burger King. We weren't speaking of Burger King, but go ahead. We got to get the ad read in. Okay, you want to go for it? Or do you want me to do it? Uh, You can do it. Okay, let me pull it up on my phone. Okay. (sighs) I thought, honestly, I thought you were going to do it because I did it last time, but whatever. Did you email it to me or? 
I gleep mailed it to you. Oh, okay. That's what. Okay, you got You got to give me a second. I'm still. I'm still trying to. Still trying to find it here. I gotta. I gotta pull up my gleep mail. Okay. Nope. You got. You got. Well, you gotta give me a second. Take your time. Thanks. Yeah. No, I can't find it. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Oh, okay. I got it. Did you? Yeah. I found the Burger King ad read, so I'll, I'll pop the uh, the ad music up here. Oh my God, this they really want me to. All right, all right, they want they want me to read this word for word. Hello, I'm your waiter, Serge. <laughs> this is such a weird. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I'm not Serge. I don't know why they want me to read this. <laughs> Would you like to hear burger specials? Um, and then oh, there's there's a second person on here. Um, okay, so I'll just, I don't, I don't want to pass my phone back and forth, so I'll just, I'll pretend like you're the one saying this now. Okay. Uh, do they include an Angus double steak and cheese sandwich? Okay, now it's back to me. Uh, I'm the waiter, Serge. Uh, no, you'll have to go to Burger King for that. Okay, see ya! <laughs> and then, uh, this is like an announcer, narrator, um, voice, omniscient. Omnipresent being, I guess, is the, the wording for it. The new Angus double steak and cheese sandwich is now on the menu, but only at Burger King. Treat your taste buds to a double portion of slow-roasted black Angus steak topped with mozzarella and cheddar cheese, sautéed onions, mild peppercorn sauce, then toasted to perfection. It's double the steak, twice the cheese, all from just $5.39 for a small. <laughs> that's the that's thank the, you surge yeah you always have the best ad reads ad reads over <laughs> <laughs> it's, i don't know it's a weird it's script. a weird email yeah it's uh i think i should have discussed that with them more but we're kind of on a time crunch so we don't really have a choice yeah we just gotta go with that uh so go to burger king get your uh whatever it's the double angus steak or whatever it's called say your name surge tell them we sent you uh yeah if you if you use code surge at checkout i'm just kidding it's code gleep <laughs> <laughs> so if you tell them uh i'm using code gleep when you buy you you can't do it in the drive so you have to actually go into the lobby so go into the Does lobby work on the app uh yes okay you can i th- actually think that's how you're supposed to input input the code okay so that makes a lot more sense you yeah. have to Order on the app, input code GLEEP. They have been having a little trouble with it, so if the code doesn't work for some reason, I think you can just tell the person at the counter and they'll, and they'll still know. take it off. Yeah. But yeah, go uh, do that. It's like a national campaign that's going on right now. Code GLEEP at Burger King. That's what I, when a kid's <laughs> Oh, miss- sorry, uh, 10% off the burger. <laughs> when a kid's missing, that's where you get a text message from. Know where this kid is? Text code GLEEP to <laughs> Amber. <laughs> Anyone named Amber. You get 10% more reward. For finding the kid. Sometimes I'll purposefully lose my kid. <laughs> you get the reward for finding your own yeah, kid. idiot. It's right here. Where I put him. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking odd people are stupid. <laughs> That's how I make my living. Yeah, you want to make money really quick? There's your idea. I hide my kid in the closet for 48 hours. <laughs> and then I go to the police. I hide my kid in the closet for 48 hours. Now he's gay. <laughs> He's not gay until he comes out, right? How do you think I get him out is of that the closet? That, is that how gay works? It's even gayer when you're, and more when you're coming out of the closet? Yeah, when I make him come out of the closet. Not only is a homo, he's an incestuous homo. He's not my son. 
I don't have. Maybe I have a gay son, but not an incestuous gay son. That's how conservatives work. <laughs> my my son is definitely gay, but the second he's incestuous, that he's is not my here. son. That's that's that's, that's, that's the, where I draw the line. Yeah. Book <laughs> line time. It's okay to be gay, son, but you can't be gay with me. <laughs> I know how badly you want to. <laughs> I like how this story is called "Women Have No Sense of Humor." Ah, <laughs> classic seventies for you. When I w- <laughs> That's not just read the joke. It's not a joke. What is it? It's Why a, is it in the book? It's a story. Oh my god. It's page five ten for our listeners at home. This is called Women Have No Sense of Humor by Robert Thomas Allen. Okay. When I was six, I said to a little girl who lived next door, I bet I can stand two inches away from you and you can't touch me. Yeah, How? that's stupid. She Thomas. asked. That doesn't make any sense. By standing behind the door. I laughed so hard that marbles rolled out of my pants pockets. Hopefully, what? Hopefully not all of his marbles. We don't want Robert <laughs> Thomas Allen to lose all Why of his marbles. Why did they fall out of his pocket? The little girl looked at me as if I were a frog. What? What's so funny about that? Nobody could touch you if you were silly enough to stand behind a door. In all the years since, I still haven't been able to figure out a woman's sense of humor. Women either laugh at the wrong time or at the wrong joke, or they don't laugh at all. I know one quaint woman who says, hmm, then what, after the joke is over, and another who laughs all the way through the joke until the punchline, then sobers up and asks me where I'm living now. The whole thing, of course, is that the humor in the joke doesn't come from the joke itself, but from a lot of mental pictures, feelings, and associations that the joke suggests. A person whose mental pictures are made up of a new living room drapers, or new, a person whose mental pictures are made up of new living room drapes, little spring suits, and Gregory Peck is sure to see things differently from a person whose psyche revolves around main bearings, lake trout, and eager-eyed little stenographers. This sucks. Is, is there caring, more? Could you shut <laughs> oh my up? God. I'm reading. <laughs> okay. Let me finish. Yeah, go ahead. It's not done. I get it. Women carry around with them a solid ballast of down-to-earth realism that won't let them bounce very high. This is one reason for their dismal way which they react to shaggy dog stories, which derive their humor from being contrary to reason. Like, uh, Dirty Johnny jokes. Yeah. One night I came home, as one does, <laughs> and is as soon as I got in the door, I said, you want to hear a funny joke, honey? Well, there was a guy, see... And every day he sat in a restaurant with a piece of celery behind his ear. Then one day he put an onion behind his ear. And a man who had been watching him every day couldn't stand it any longer. So he went over and said, Say, Mac, why you got an onion behind your ear? And the guy says, They didn't have any celery. The last words, I just got out before I collapsed in helpless mirth. My wife said, Why didn't they have any celery? Then she added absently, That reminds me... We're having Bill and Grace over tonight. We need some cheese. That night I told the joke to Bill and Grace. Bill... Uh, it's still going. <laughs> great belly laugh. Grace smiled amiably and said, Celery is so expensive, too. And then turned to my wife and said, I said to myself just today that if the food prices keep going up, I'll have to get a husband who makes more money. Oh, wow. Women's nature and prices going up hasn't changed since this book was written. <laughs> yeah. That's a good, good little input. Oh, there's by, more. Good little input by Grace. Yeah, of course there's more. No way. At this is the longest story in this book. This, at this, the two girls went into gales of laughter while Bill and I sat solemnly sucking olives. <laughs> <laughs> a 
woman doesn't give herself over to pure play as readily as a man. A man will hold up a business conference to tell a joke. A woman will listen to one only when the dishes are done and the kids are safe with a sitter and she's out for the evening. In between, she only gives a fraction of her mind to it, which isn't enough. I remember one time I said to my wife, you hear the one about the two guys sitting in an English club? And one says, sorry to hear you buried your wife this morning, old boy. And the other says, yes, had to. Dead, you know. <laughs> My wife looked at me with the same expression she'd started with. The smile felt as if it were falling off my face in chunks. What did she die of? My wife asked. Look, I said, flushing. One guy says, sorry to hear you buried your wife. I got that part, my wife says. And don't start shouting. If you're going to act that way, I don't want to hear the story. Another reason that things often go flat when a man tries to make another woman laugh is the fact that a man is telling a joke. A woman thinks a oh man is funny most of the time, although she rarely lets him know. I've seen women go into hysterics telling one another how their husbands shop or the way they pamper their... Next page for the listeners. Jesus Christ. The way they pamper their cars or behave with blondes, but to have a man start thinking he's funny spoils the joke. I found <laughs> that it isn't just my wife's sense of humor. I can't figure out. I run into the same problem with other guys' wives. This guy's a real swinger back in the day. <laughs> Occasionally at a party when things got rolling and one or two of the girls would tell a couple of jokes of a biological type, I used to what? dig... <laughs> I used to dig up one of my own. The girls, including my wife, would all stop laughing. They'd look at their shoes, then turn to one another and say brightly, Your hair looks lovely since you let the ends grow. Now I've learned to tread lightly when it comes to mixing humor with women. I save my jokes until the boys are out in the kitchen watching me measure the drinks and let the women go on talking about l the little summer dress they picked up for the for next to nothing. Then one drops her voice to whisper, and soon the others burst into gales of laughter. Someday, somehow, I'll find out what's so funny. That guy's Women probably have dead. no sense of humor by Robert Thomas Allen. That was too long, Robert Thomas Allen. That was just enough for a timeless tale. Whoa. After this, we'll record more 250 questions. Will we? Parade.com. Uh, I'm about to mind out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke if you listen to the bonus no, episode. Yeah, you'll understand that soon, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Fuck. I'm going to microwave one of those Pop-Tarts with the sheath on it. Nice. Thanks. Hey, this is Colton from the future. I'm editing the podcast currently. The joke took so long that the piano music is over, so I can't end the episode with the piano music. I mean, I could go back and uh, copy it and, you know, do some editing magic, but I, I don't really feel like it. So instead, I'm just going to end it with my own piano music. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do